Welcome to the midweek Mission Ridge podcast known as Footnotes. Footnotes is here to give you some of the stuff that we didn't have time to cover in the sermon and encourage you to dig in deeper as you study the text. So let's dive in and check out what's in the footnotes. Welcome to another episode of Footnotes. Glad to have you with us on the podcast this week. Jennifer Bartlett. Hi, guys. Fresh off her trip back to the homeland of Seattle. She's feeling rested and rejuvenated. All Christmassy goodness has just reinvigorated her soul, and she is just ready for this footnotey goodness. I am ready for a nap and this footnotey goodness, but yes. Or that. (laughs) Or that. Uh, And Robbie Croyle. I'm here, too. He's here. It was a good Christmas. Good Christmas? Yeah. I was going to say, you didn't go anywhere, but, you know, that's probably more restful. Yeah, it was was very restful. Um, Oh, it's kind of fun watching your kids grow up. What? Yeah. Oh, man. I think they're starting to get to the age where they value each other more. Hmm. And it was very, very peaceful family time. It was fantastic. Probably the best family time overall. There you go. I like it. How was your Christmas? Uh, You know, I drove down and hung out with my family, and it got really freaking cold when we went hunting, Mm -hmm. and so I was cold. Oh, well. Uh, It was a good time. Good time. Hung out with the family. Nice. Nice. Very nice. Slept. Did a lot of sleeping. Me and my sister started a new character on Skyrim. Awesome. So we just kind of threw the threw the control back and forth. Cool. Yep. So it was, it was a good time. Good time. All right. Very nice. But then we came back and uh, we're starting this parable series. Yep, it's a parables. You darn right it is. What? Well, as I'm so proud of myself. It's really. I saw it and I was like, I opened the email and I'm like, hmm. That that looks about right. That's Logan all over it. <laughs> that was uh, that was a Logan. That was a Logan right there. <laughs> that was a uh, pretty fantastic. Felt pretty good about that. Other, it turned out it's a little dark, mm-hmm. which is funny because I like dark humor, but it was just physically dark. I don't I don't know why. Color wise, it just turned out that way, but. Uh, it's a beautiful moment. It's something. It's something. That was a good joke that you had about us, you know, going in button actual heads. button heads yeah. in sermon club. That was that was good. That was pretty great. That was that was clever. I didn't see that one coming. I figured it was gonna be like a a colorblind joke mm. of some sort. Um possibly because, you know, initially I thought that the and I may I might be bringing something up down on my head right now with this but <coughs> the Jen just <laughs> I really wish we had a visual aspect to this because oh. she just like rubbed her hands together and sat up straight and said oh man I get to roast I'm Logan ready. on something my goodness uh, so the, it was the, beautiful so you one of the bulls is blue uh-huh. or purple it, it's a dark I think it's a dark bluish yeah right it's dark okay. blue uh, and the other one is like a dark green yep now, I did not realize. No, it's a red. 
I'm almost positive it's red. Um, I might be feeling a whole lot better by myself now. Because I'm like pretty darn sure it's dark green. All right. I shouldn't have said anything. Oh, Dang. man. That makes me feel better. I didn't, and I, I, I now can't be made fun of about this. But I thought it was gray initially. Hmm. And so then I was like trying to and i went all the way up until i had exported it and then realized that it was green like well i don't hate it it's still green okay green's fine green and blue green and blue are good that's a good combo right sure some people are colorblind then there's jen wait do you have the image on your i'm that's not red Every time I looked at it last night, it looked red to me. <laughs> Man alive. Fantastic. Wow. <sighs> Even when we were looking at it downstairs. How did this turn into being roasting me? Dang I don't know. It. The Lord provides is what <laughs> that's uh, that's what I'm going to take that as. Um, fantastic. I mm. thought it was red. So, I, she was so giddy, too. On the I know. <laughs> I did it to oh, myself. Man. Oh, I, anyway, I, so we got we got a couple bulls, parables. I didn't have about. to change the file name, by the way. Yes, <laughs> the folder, the folder name. Okay, you had the folder name Parables Twenty Twenty One. Oh, did I really? <laughs> yes, I had to change that. Oh no, yeah, no, that's actually that. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. I feel like this is one of those like is I'm gonna it, do this so many times. Is it the blue black dress or the white gold dress or whatever? That's what it's it definitely is. not. It's green. <laughs> it's not even close. There's nothing red about that. <laughs> it, my mind was telling me it was red, I guess. If you see this as red, email us at info at missionridge.church and then go get yourself checked out. I was just <laughs> thinking I need to schedule an eye appointment. Yep. I love your green shirt, by the way. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> I like your green sweater, too. <laughs> and for we all wearing red? Mine's a little bit more pink, but yeah, we're all wearing the same color, basically. My goodness. On Mondays? I don't think yours is pink. I think it's just faded. I don't... I, I'm not going to get into a color debate. <laughs> it's definitely not green. <laughs> I, you know, I'm just going to be roughly wrong if we get into a color debate. So I'm going to take my wins where I got them. We're going to move right on into there's our... A, there's uh, a unity and diversity here. I love it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, goodness. Let's go. There's something. <laughs> uh, there's something. Let's just move right on into our uh, our, our one little shortcoming this week, Rob. Uh and and it's really not a shortcoming because you like I don't I don't know you knew you knew you couldn't do it so you're just like yeah nope we're gonna call him King A, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so in the story of Esther, it's uh I I thought it was pronounced King Ahasaurus. <laughs> uh, I was like, well, that's how I would pronounce it. You know, he's a he's a laughing dinosaur. King laughing so dinosaur, much. King Ahasaurus. But uh, a a ha It's probably a, it's, it's that very well. It could be how it's pronounced. But uh, Barab was like, nope, nope. We're just gonna go with King A. Uh, I still would. And that's totally all right. I thought I thought that was fine. That was a good. I mean, his other color. name is King Xerxes. So sure, there you go. We learned Xerxes that too. Xerxes is so much easier. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how anything with 
an X. I don't either. Is easier to pronounce, but somehow they managed it. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, I wonder what the difference is between the names. Oh. Hmm. Could be some. Could be some good stuff there. It'd be an interesting. <coughs> Nevertheless, so then uh, that led to uh, you. You're then telling this story about King Ahasuerus, uh, the Laughing Dinosaur, and his party. Uh, all of his friends came to visit, and and then he invites his queen, uh, Queen Vashti. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 you talk you're talking about this and you notice that Jen had an odd look on her face. Now I don't know what Jen's look looked like because I was behind everybody. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But she had a she had a thoughtful a thoughtful look maybe. Yeah, she's got an open book. If she's okay. thinking something, there's something written all over her face. All right. So it's Jen true. was thinking. Jen was thinking. She was processing <laughs> something. And you took that as uh, she, I don't know, something about she liked the the story of the the bachelor, the book of Esther, the book of Esther, yeah. the bachelor concept. I mean, isn't this one of your favorite books, or is that Ruth? That's Ruth. Okay. Yeah. I mean, this is a good story, but but it's no Ruth. It's no Ruth. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. So it's your second favorite book in the Bible. No, that's James. Ooh. 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 All right. Yeah. All right. So all right, Ruth. All right. Ruth and then James. Ruth and James. Uh huh. Third. Oh my gosh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, you know, get back to us with a full list. Uh, I want all sixty-six ranked. You know what's at the very bottom? What? Ezekiel. Ezekiel. Yeah. Gonna, yeah, I've heard you complain about that one. I've heard you. I've heard you Vashti and moan about that. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? Anyway, uh, so. <laughs> Right into uh, yeah, cre- so but but you were actually thinking you you had a and we brought this up afterward. You know you texted me. I texted you. Yeah, you texted me because Rob called you out in the sermon. It was like Jen's thinking about something, and then Jen texted me because she was paying attention, uh, and was like, "No, actually, what I was thinking about was Vashti had healthy boundaries and got got screwed for them. Like she yeah. was getting she was getting all sorts of flack and got kicked." To the curb because for he, having healthy boundaries. Because he invites her after seven days of partying to come to the party. And I'm pretty sure if if you study it, he wanted her to come in just her crown. Like, don't come in anything else. Come with just your crown on. I believe and, you're correct in that. Yeah. And she was like, uh, heck no, He was buddy. being a pig. Yeah. And she was like, nah, I'm good. And then she got... To the Go curb. home, you're drunk. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, wait, she had good boundaries, and we treat her as the bad guy when really King A was being a King A. Like <laughs> 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 well, that worked out well. Uh, on, you, on the whole, he was being an A. Yeah. <laughs> holy. Holy. What? How do you put an eight? How do you put a W in front of that? Like whipped, holy. I don't know. holy. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> so you're saying <laughs> holy with the W? Yes, uh, holy. He was being completely. 
I thought oh, there's a lot of layered puns in that. I oh, thought yeah. you were going all Isaiah six on <laughs> us. <laughs> holy, holy, holy is the Lord of Hosts. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, we're. I'm expecting a lightning at this point. You know? <laughs> no, 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 no. On the whole, whole, and I, oh, on the yeah. whole, on the whole, and the whole, like. <laughs> Just as holy, holy, holy is the Lord, he was holy, 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 and A. <laughs> Something like that. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Oh, man. I'm so glad we had this discussion today. I'm glad it's recorded. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Ooh. Yeah. footnotes. Okay. But anyway, that was my so, thought. Yeah. So she Vashi had, had good boundaries, and she, but how often do you see her as like, she's not often. Per- is she portrayed as the bad guy? Yeah, I feel like a lot of times really? she's being not submissive to her husband and following his oh. commands, and so therefore, like, I, I, she I, got kicked I, to the I curb. I agree with you. I agree with you because we romanticize these stories, and we think because they they got written down, and that they they end up in God's holy book that. The actions were holy, mm-hmm. and and that is not actually the case. I mean, first of all, she was she was banished from seeing the king. Okay, I mean, I'm pretty sure she didn't want to see him. You know, <laughs> she's probably like, I don't want to see glory. you ever again. Fine, you are banished. You shall never see. You know, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Twist my arm. Yeah, yeah. that's, uh, but. Just because the Bible says it doesn't mean that God ordained it or right. that this was like we know that eventually this turns out to be a redemptive story. Mm-hmm. <coughs> but it turns out to be a redemptive story because King A does a bunch of, a bunch of dumb stuff. Right. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah, he's not a good guy. He's kind of a dummy, like all the Definitely it, it well and I'm trying to think I I guess maybe Veggie Tales. I was leaning back, going back to because when I think of it, I I go back to that one. Was the queen? I think in that one she wouldn't make him a sandwich, if I remember right. And so she gets she gets kicked at the curb because she wouldn't make him a sandwich. Right. Yeah, so yeah, I guess that that would kind of be in line with yeah. she's not being submissive. But other than that. I don't know if I'd ever heard it, but that, you know, the fact that you've got, you, you've probably heard it top, at least it's stuck, it's sticking in your brain strongly. Right. As opposed to. You're going to do a women's study. You're going to do it on Ruth or Esther. Like. Sure. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And what they, what they set up is a harem, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, he. I mean, this is, this story is, you know, if you, if you actually filmed it the way it's written. It's rated ri- yeah. R. Well, kind of, one I mean, night with the king. Yeah, oh I was going to say one night with the king. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I guess I do know a lot about this story, so maybe it's number three. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on up. <laughs> <clears throat> but I mean, if you really film it the way, that, I mean, oh yeah, no, what, yeah, like what it, really took place? Yeah, it's not. It's a little gratuitous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you could do some. You could do some tasteful camera cuts. Some fade to blacks. I'm pretty sure that's what they did in that movie. That's a good choice. Yeah. That's a good choice. Yeah, this is... 
you know, things, some things in the scriptures, they're descriptive, they're not prescriptive. Mm-hmm. God's not prescribing that this is the way that, you know, for saving the nation. But, uh, and it's interesting that these stories are connected. And, and I think in part what God is saying to his people is, you used to be on the outside, and you are grateful that through providence, you ended up being on the inside. Mm. And yet, you you still make these distinctions. You you still have you you want to push people. You want you want certain people to be on the outside. Mm-hmm. And you forget what it was like. You forget your own history. Because mm. if you remember your history, it should cause you to go. I don't want anybody to ever be on the outside. Huh. Right. I think that's, for me, that's kind of the takeaway in this story. Sure. All right. Let's talk, uh, let's, let's, let's do a little explaining, because some people that maybe joining us now uh, versus years ago, a year ago, I guess that was only a year ago. That feels like years ago. Feels like a long time ago when we did our parable series last. I know. Uh, <coughs> it's because we lived twenty seven thousand months between some between the beginning of twenty twenty one and the end of twenty twenty one, something like that. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, we got Pardes. You mentioned this, and you gave a, a little brief ex- explanation of that up at the front. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna use this in our footnotes today. Um, as we dig into more of this footnotey goodness, yeah, uh, we're gonna we're gonna lean on the the part as, and we'll probably do this through the. I imagine through the series, uh, we'll pull apart the the parables a little bit more in in footnotes than we will in the actual sermon. Right. Uh, we focused on this more last year, um, but part as is a it's a Peshat, Ramez, Drosh, and Sod. Yep. Uh, and so Peshat is the surface level teaching. Mm-hmm. That's the uh, the stuff that anybody reading through this is going to get this. If, if you're just telling the story and they'll be like, oh, yeah, no, I get what that story is about. It's about this. Blah, it, blah, 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 blah. And it's what we've been used to. Yeah. Yeah, it's the it's the common. When when people sit down and read their Bible that and when they read the parable, like, oh, Jesus is saying this to me through yep. his parable. That'd be the Peshat, yep. surface-level teaching. And then we, then we got the Ramez. Which the remez is the callbacks, the um, hints, the hints. Um, I I like to I like to compare them to cultural references sometimes. Right. So right. like in a in a sermon, if I make a movie reference, right, I quote a movie, but you haven't seen the movie, you're not gonna know. Oh, that was a quote from Dumb and Dumber, or The Lord of the Rings, or something, right? Right, uh, and the quote might be applicable. You'd be fine. You press shot level; it's fine. But if you don't get the hint, if you don't know the movie, then you're not going to catch the "quote unquote" remez mm-hmm. of the movie quote. The MCU does this all the time. <laughs> sure, yeah. they they'll do a callback to the comic books, <laughs> the comic strips, the, and the original. And so, uh, my son Jacob, he is. Extremely aware, well versed. He is well versed in the comic books, and and he'll see 
uh, a character wearing a certain sweater in in Spider-Man. Yep. And know that that said character will not survive that episode. That because of the callback to the movie. comic books. Yep. Yeah. Wow, that's so cool. <clears throat> yeah. And for me, I'm just sitting there enjoying the the Peshat level, and Jacob's enjoying the Remez. Mm-hmm. Well, and and that's almost moving into the Drosh. Right. So the the knowing the sweater, I love this, and this analogy is perfect. Yeah. Knowing the sweater is a callback to some previous comic book reference. That's the Remez. That's mm-hmm. the actual callback. Yep. And then knowing that something's going to happen to that character. Knowing the deeper story that's connected to that callback, yep, that's the drosh. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's that buried nugget of truth and wisdom, right? And then the the fourth and last level. Well, let's oh. let's so okay. hold, hold on. So, in modern Christianity, prior to us paying attention to these rabbinical teaching methods, before we knew this, you know, acronym. Uh, our commentators, we'd go to a commentary and we'd open up a commentary and they're like, hey, did you know that there's this story seems to connect to this story in the Old Testament? And, and the commentator, probably not even thinking about this acronym, is making these connections and saying, and because of this story back here, I think Jesus is saying this about this particular story. And so it's not like we haven't actually done some of this. Yeah. Um, like we're we're actually maybe a little more familiar to this than we know of, but but as a church we just have a tendency because uh because we've been exposed to this through some um uh, through Marty Solomon, through uh some of the teachers that we've been exposed to we're very intentional in about looking these things for out. this when yes. we when we deal with parables. Yeah. Now, the fourth piece, sowed. Sowed, yeah. Uh, just spelled S-O-D, like sod, uh, if, you, if you're looking up any of this stuff. <coughs> um, that one, we don't... Uh, that one is not human-inserted, right? It so can, it, it can't be fabricated. It can't be... <coughs> it's not put in there by the teacher. Um, it, this, is, this is direct... Enlightenment from God. Um, it, the The way to think of this would be um, the example I always come back to is Peter with the Christ with the disciples standing at the gates mm-hmm. in uh, Capernaum, the gates of hell, where Jesus is talking about the gates of hell will not stand against us, and then he asks the disciples, "Who are you?" And Peter says, "You're the Messiah." Right. Right. They're up in Dan. Uh, yeah, up in Dan. Caesarea Philippi. That, that's not Capernaum. Yeah, Caesarea Philippi. You're, that, there it is. Uh, with a pan worship yep. up there. So gates of hell. Uh, you're the Messiah. And and then right after that, then Peter says, blah, blah, blah. And Jesus is like, get behind me, Satan. Right. Uh, so we got a quick turnaround there with Peter. Fantastic. Love that. <laughs> um, classic. <clears throat> Peter uh, is all of us. Makes me feel like <laughs> nailed it, okay and then flat me. on his face, yep. loving it. Yep. Um, 
but into the but the on the nailed it part where where he says this you're the Messiah and Jesus says uh that this is directly from God. God yeah. has revealed this to you. Flesh and blood has not revealed this. Yes, this is this is revealed to you by God. Yeah. Uh, so if you're finding things, sometimes you'll find things in teachings, uh, or if there is there there might be a level of truth that you come across in 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 studying a parable, uh, but God reveals some deep truth to you yes. that just resonates with the story, uh, and lights the whole thing up like a Christmas tree. Yeah, it's a Holy Spirit moment. Yeah. And and it's still dependent upon, and the 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 last three of these, the Ramez, the Drash, and the Sod, are still absolutely dependent on the Peshat. Yes. So I can't come to you guys and go, man, guys, I had a Sod moment about that, that parable, and then, and then head off in some direction. You're like, how's that connected to this story that we mm-hmm. just read? Like, or it counters it, or... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's all based upon... It, it adds to... It's God revealing something about that story as it connects to you. I think... I, I know I've had this moment, um, and I can't think of one right off the top of my head, but I've had moments where I'm like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And um, and so, you know that that can't be forced. I I've never, I've never sat down going, okay, Lord, let's let's have a sod moment, sod moment here. Um, you know, like he <laughs> shows he shows up when he wants to show up. But yep. he, he speaks when he wants to speak. But but it is another level of exegesis, as it were. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's a, a a little a little heavier description of of Pardes. Hopefully, hopefully that helps uh helps you, with the discussion that comes forth. You can um, actually Google this. Yep. It's uh, if you look up, uh, well, if you if you spell it, P A R D E S. Yeah. If you so if you Google that or uh, Jewish hermeneutic, mm-hmm. either way, uh, you'll find it. So it is something that's well established. It's not, we're not just come up with some kind of fringe. We're not crazy. We promise. Well, well, at least on this. Yeah. This one we got. <coughs> no guarantee. Because it's not coming from us that it's not crazy. So. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's uh, let's talk. Let's let's use a little bit of this. Let's let's talk about uh, some ramez, and maybe search for a little drosh. Perhaps see if we can stumble on it. Um. In in this story of the uh, the wedding banquet, um, you mentioned in the sermon uh, that I had come up with a, an option of a possible remez. Yep. Uh, using Sodom and Gomorrah. Yes. Uh, that uh, there was uh, b- things burning and uh, things were destroyed because of a a lack of uh, a lack of hospitality mm-hmm. uh, because of not. Uh, not taking care of the outsider. Um, so in the in the in the parable, maybe we'll start with how I came to this. In the parable, there are well, I'm going off the memory here, so correct me if I'm wrong. But the the God character in this, uh, the master, 
sends out his servants to go bring people into and invite people to the great banquet, correct? Yep. <clears throat> and they are not received well. Well, initially they they just they were uninterested. Uninterested. Yep. And then then he sends them out again. And yep. then and then they're 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 beaten up and killed eventually. Yep. Yep, the second time they're mistreated. Second time mistreated, third time killed. Right? Uh no, there's just two times. No, just two times. They're just mistreated. Okay. Yep. Uh Okay. So it, the they're they're sending the, so for the people that are getting invited, you have somebody coming to you, an outsider coming to you, a messenger coming to you, mm-hmm. and you mistreat them. Uh and then later in the parable, it's we get this imagery of there'll be weeping and, and gnashing of teeth and and things are you know and 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 they're like the the master's like no none of this like burn it all to the ground. Is that yeah it, yeah so the, the king was enraged and says armies and destroyed those murders, and and this last phrase I think it's it's kind of unnecessary. Um, and set their city on fire. Set their city on fire. I, that it's a detail that's kind of like, well, that's oddly mm-hmm. specific. Is that 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 is a that is a specific detail? And and when we see in when in parables in particular, when you see a very kind of odd but specific detail, it should make you s- step back and go, well, what's going on here? Right. Pay attention there. So. Yeah. When talking about this, uh, you read that, and the set on fire, that really triggered it in my brain. Yeah, because and you would ask because you were you were going back to the Esther. Uh, I think you were you were trying to get back to the Esther Romez. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, which is there, totally there. Yep. Uh, but you ask, well, what where what's the time where there was a a banquet or you know there there's guests and 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 then a city on fire or whatever. Um, and a, a city destroyed. And in my mind, it immediately went to Sodom and Gomorrah. Right. And then I thought about it for a second. I'm thinking, oh, what's going on in Sodom and Gomorrah? Well, they don't, they, they, they have messengers from God, these angels, two angels show up, and they mistreat them. They, they are not welcoming. They're inhospitable. Yep. And they mistreat these messengers that are coming to them. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, that lines up with what's going on in this parable. Yeah. Pretty darn well. And and maybe this connection to the so that's the remez, right? Yeah. So that's that's a callback. So so what do you guys think the drosh? See, and I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sure. I think it has to do with that hospitality thing, maybe. Um and and this is this is worth pointing out is that if you if you can't find good drosh, um, it, the remez might be there, but if there's no drosh, then so the hospitality piece is connected to the Isaiah passage, though. That's that's the challenge. Okay. So, I'm wondering if, <coughs> when, and if you're unfamiliar with what we're talking about, I, I'm pretty sure it's Isaiah. Um, Isaiah says, you know, what is your sin, O Sodom and Gomorrah? It's that you were unhospitable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And people will say, well, I thought their the problem was sexual sin. I mean, we've got, you know, 
it it's really only once. It's in one of Paul's. We just did this in LTG, but even that calls back to that. But even in the story itself, like they want to have these relations and right. And I I would say that this story of Sam Gamora is about um, desires that are out of control, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which leads to the inhospitality. Right. Sure. Like I'm inhospitable because I'm so focused on my desires. I'm just trying to feed myself what I can get from mm. you. You know, and so, so we're not saying that sexual sin wasn't part of the problem. Sure. Um, that oh wait, you know, forget that. It's just over here. But we can't ignore what Isaiah says either, because Isaiah is <coughs> is speaking author- authoritatively on this yeah. situation. Yep. And so, um, the inhospitality. That word. Inhospitability. (laughs) King A. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, like, the desire's out of control. And and I think that, I think we've seen that where people, they lose interest over God's kingdom. Like, these are people that that should be part of the kingdom already. Uh Uh-huh. And and I think you could look at this this whole Matthew twenty two parable and go, what if we apply it to the church? What if we allow it to speak to us today and not to someone else two thousand years ago? Mm-hmm. It's saying you you should be you should be jazzed to get inside the oh it's time for the banquet drop everything. Mm-hmm. Your yeah. priority should be because when Christ returns. <coughs> Are you going to go, eh, you didn't come at the best time? Yeah. Yeah. Can you wait a minute? Can hold, hold your horses. Like, let, let, let me finish up this Netflix series. I, <laughs> I, I got to finish watching this. Yeah. Sure. But, oh, I've got vacation planned next week. No, 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 no. This doesn't work. Come back. Yeah. 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 I, I think that that makes a lot of sense there. Um, the desires being out of control because, yeah, I mean, that, that line's that lines up really well uh, as as a drosh, as a deeper like this is this is what's going on in that parable is is not your desires being un untamed, mm-hmm. untamed desires leading you to uh, and, and so far ignoring God's mission. These two that we've come up with, these are lessons that the people should have learned from other people's experiences. Yeah. Right, mm. but you had another one. I did. Uh, so then, yeah, in, I don't know how I keep coming up with these on. And it's on this. a baller. Yeah, this is this is a dope one. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll toot my own horn there because uh, it it didn't come from me. Because uh, <laughs> we talked about it recently. It was sowed. Yeah, it, may, it might. Yeah, maybe it was. Well, the the seed was sowed earlier. This is so uh, delicious. God sowed the seed. <laughs> Uh, during Advent, so uh, <clears throat> you were asking about a party um, where there was a, and I think you said a, a party for uh, seven seven day feast, for, uh, yeah, seven day feast, right? Uh, and then I so I was thinking back, and I was like, oh, well, we just I just used this, and I think it was, yeah, it was in the beginning of the Advent series talking mm-hmm. about Hezekiah out of Second Chronicles. 
Yeah. Yes. Uh, Second Chronicles 30. There you go. Uh, Second Chronicles 30. Um, and, and I think it, it starts in 29, maybe when they're rebuilding. Yeah, they start they start laying the groundwork. They're gonna they're, they start talking about okay, we're gonna we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this, and then thirty is where it where it gets laid out. So they they have this Passover feast that they're going to reimplement. Uh, they haven't they haven't celebrated this since the time of David or whatever. Um, and Hezekiah's like, we need to do this. This is important. So they do it in the wrong time. Even uh, you can go back to listen to that sermon if you want a, a little more a little more breakdown. But we'll focus in on on a couple of points in this story. Where what happens? All right, so this is the first twenty twenty one verses of of this chapter, and I'm gonna just highlight just a few of the verses or just a few of the phrases. So uh, Hezekiah sent to all Israel and Judah and wrote letters also to Ephraim and Manasseh, northern kingdoms. Yeah, so at this point, the kingdoms are divided. The northern kingdom has actually been conquered by Assyria, and most of the people have been deported. Yep. And so he's just, he's writing to a handful of people. The remnant. The re- yep. So verse 5, so they s- established a decree to circulate a proclamation through throughout all Israel from Beersheba even to Dan. Uh, verse 6, the couriers went throughout all Israel and Judah. Verse 10, so the couriers passed from city to city. It, it, it's really interesting because it's almost like um, like the author gets distracted mm. and forgets that he's already said that the couriers went out, or Hezekiah sends out multiple envoys. Mm. Like our story. Oh? Like our, like our parable. Oh? That is fascinating. Is that, oh, is that beautiful or what? Oh, that's mm-hmm. some footnote egosness. And that's uh, delicious, is what that is. And verse and and so let's continue with verse ten because this is envoy number two or three, maybe, maybe, maybe. So the couriers passed from city to city throughout the country of Ephraim and Manasseh, as far as Zebulun, but they laughed at them to scorn and mocked them. Oh. Gosh, that sounds similar. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Nevertheless, some men of Asher, Manasseh, and Zebulun humbled themselves and came to Jerusalem. All right. Okay, so, and these are the northern tribes. They're, They're not part of Judah. Yep. They're the outsiders. Yep. They're being invited in. Um... And there's a problem, but they're they're they they should be insiders. Mm-hmm. They should have been yes. Like these are these are the cousins that have went off and done their own thing, but they they should have been insiders. Yeah, right. And we're trying to bring them back into the family. Yeah, yeah. So uh, verse seventeen: For there are many in the assembly who had not consecrated themselves; therefore, the Levites were over the slaughter of the Passover lambs for everyone who was unclean in order to consecrate them to the Lord. For a multitude of the people, even many from Ephraim, Manasseh, Issachar, Zebulun, had not purified themselves. Yet they ate the Passover otherwise than prescribed. For Hezekiah prayed for them, saying, May the good Lord pardon everyone who prepares his heart 
to seek God and the Lord God of his fathers, though not according to purification rules of the sanctuary. So to break down what happened, you got these people that don't know any better because they haven't celebrated the Passover in so long showing up and they're going to do their best. Right. Yeah, 500 years plus. Yeah, yeah, it's been a, a, a long time. So they're like, okay, we showed up for the party. What do we do now? Right? Right. But they, they didn't know they were supposed to be purified. And Hezekiah said, Hezekiah's like, ah, you know what? They're they're doing their best. They're trying to they're trying to pray. They're they're trying to do this. They're they're gonna celebrate. And I'm gonna pray for them. And so he prays for them, and then the Lord hears his prayer. The king provides the king provides grace. Oh shoot dang. <sighs> shoot dang. Now I think there's I think there's maybe two ways you could you could see it as Hezekiah is the king providing grace. Yep. You could also see that it's a God provides grace in this. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a double because yeah. it, it like oh there's the the it's there. layered. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It's layered. So good. Like ah. So they should. So the Israel should not only learn from their enemies, Sodom, Gomorrah, like. Not getting this. King H. Desires being running out of control, etc. Yep. <laughs> King A. King A. King laughing dinosaur. <laughs> but they should have also learned from their own stories. Uh-huh. Yeah. Their own history. See, I so think this good. I think going back to the parable, right? So you got this guy that comes in uh and comes in and doesn't accept the, the wedding clothes, right? That's what we, we decided on this, because the king's going to provide the, the wedding clothing, right? Mm-hmm. right? This guy comes in willing to come into the party, but not willing to play by the party's rules, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what... I, I this was curious on Sunday. This was the first time I kind of keyed on keyed in on it. What was the guy's response? The guy was speechless, he right? Was speechless. Yeah. He was speechless. Which I'm curious. Is that a I'm shocked? Speechless? Like, how could you ask that? I didn't even know, right? Or mm-hmm. is that a uh uh I, I just got, got no, caught. I got no excuse. I I think it's the latter. I, I think so too. Initially. <laughs> Initially, I thought it was the, oh, like, I just didn't, oh, oh, no idea, right? Mm -hmm. The play dumb. But then tying it back to Hezekiah and these other ones, I'm thinking about it. It's like, oh, no, this is a speechless, this is a, I have no excuses. I I don't have any way of talking my way out of this. So I'm just not following God's. So let's say, let's say you happen to be there. You're from, from one of those outlying, from the Northern tribes. And King Hezekiah prays for you, yep, for your ignorance. Uh huh. And and you refuse that prayer. What do you think is going to happen? Uh oh. Yeah, it's not good. That's probably you know. It's going to be a bad day. That's a bad day. Mm-hmm. It's going to end badly for you. Yep. And I think when when we talk about receiving the grace of Jesus, and and we're just like, nope, I I just can't do that. You know, and a, and if our pride gets in the way of receiving mm. that grace, and and saying, "Nope, it's it, I, I I've got to earn it. 
I got to earn it. Sure. Well, when you come before God, though, I think you are going to be speechless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like, you come into, like, Isaiah comes into his presence and, and falls down dead. Right. John sees Jesus in all his glory and falls down dead. Just angels show up. And every time they do, they say, do not fear. Right. Yep. So. Yeah. Huh. See, I was thinking of it. At, this is why I love parables. I love parables so much. Uh, I was thinking of that as a, not just a, a like, okay, accepting, like, the grace of Christ, right? Mm-hmm. Accepting God's grace here, like that might be coming into the party. But then with your uh, your takeaway, there's work to be done, right? This is a, I come into the party, and I'm okay being in the party. Sure, I'll come in, but I'm not gonna put on. I'm not gonna put on God's wedding clothes. Like I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna change what I'm wearing. Um. I'm not gonna change how I live. Yep. I'm not going to change me. There's mm-hmm. nothing about me that I want to change. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm okay with... I'm okay... Yeah, sure. I, I need Christ as a savior. Absolutely. That's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll take my get out of jail free card. Yep. But I'm not going to change what I do. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to change what I wear Yeah. in the parable. Yeah. 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 This And Jesus says, this is more complex than saying a simple prayer. I'm not I'm not going to change what I look like. The kingdom mm-hmm. is complex. Yeah. Just like any kingdom is. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, that comes with costs, it costs, you know. Yeah. No, that's good. I mm, that Hezekiah is. So, that I, worked out nice. Mm-hmm. I think this is uh, you know, we could end here. This is 14 verses. Uh-huh. But there's so much <laughs> Built into this story, which uh, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but Jesus is a pretty good teacher. What? Uh, he, he's brilliant. He's he's pretty good at this whole parable thing. And, so, and even non-believing Jewish rabbis recognize the brilliance of Jesus. That's uh, uh, that's the thing. That's the thing. Uh, but when you when you're working through parties, when you're when you're looking at the Peshat. Rumez, Drosh. So uh, it's one of the things that I want to highlight is is that this needs to happen within community. Yeah. And I made the I made the joke about us butting heads and you know that the Sure. The parables graphic that you created that's you and I button heads over, you know, scriptures, but but I love that process. Yeah, no, like that. I oddly apropos, oddly apropos, because it, you, when you're doing this stuff, like we should wrestle over it. Yes. Um, I think if I'm trying to recall, but I think initially you didn't. Like you, you saw I, I brought up the Hezekiah, and initially you're like, eh, no, 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 like that. Yeah, but that's not what I was thinking of, right? Right. It, it, I, I think I think that's how that played out, and then then we started to talk about it a little bit more. I think I pointed out the uh, he prayed for him or whatever, and then you came up with the rest of that. 
where it's like, oh yeah, there, no, there's more connections than I thought of. Yeah, like, I didn't have that all figured out. Yeah, um, but the it, wrestling through this with somebody, uh, with multiple somebodies, way more beneficial. Yeah, I mean, because I came up with some of it, you came up with some of it, and that's and that's why we do sermon club the way we do it. But it was just fantastic. Uh, you know, I love the process. I sure. love the process. And when we do this in our care groups, if we really wrestle, if we really ask questions and dive in and pull things apart and go, well, what about this over here? And yeah, that, mm-hmm. man, this is so tasty. Yep. And even, you know, like sometimes I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't see that. And then later I'm like, I totally see it. <laughs> Not sure what I was looking at. Well, you know. Yeah. Every once in a while. Every once in a while. Yeah, it's a Red Bull and a Blue Bull. So which one of us is the Red Bull? <laughs> I think she was drinking Red Bull. <laughs> she 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 left. <laughs> so she doesn't know. She was drinking Red Bull and she got wings. Yeah. Oh, there you go. She's up in the clouds. Up in the clouds. <laughs> there you go. All right. I dig it. <clears throat> well, we'll be back next week with more uh more wrestling with some parables and uh, more footnotey goodness. So until then, well, uh, I don't know. Go find somebody in ret- go go find something and chase down some remezes or drosh or wrestle with a parable. Maybe one at a time. Yep. Peace. All right. Bye. You've been listening to Footnotes on the Mission Ridge podcast. For more information about Mission Ridge please visit our website at missionridge.church. Thanks for tuning in. We hope the rest of your week is straight up hashtag blessed and that you'll join us again next week for more footnotes.